I mean, pressure is a privilege and the privilege is I have to keep working hard. There's guys gunning for me, but I'm also gunning for the guys ahead of me trying to keep that top spot. Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon, and this is the show 100% dedicated to lacrosse goalies. And on this show, my job's really simple. It's track down the best goalies, best coaches, best trainers in our sport, interview them, find out what makes them so great. What are the mindsets that, that they have? What's the story of how they arrived to where they are today? And even what are some of the drills and, and techniques that they use that you could incorporate into your own game? My guest this week is University of Virginia goalie Matt Noons. Matt earned the starting job for Virginia. We just did the, just started the Tillman Johnson Live minicamp, another four-year starter for the University of Virginia. And Matt Noons is following in his shoes. He's got a very interesting story. He's not from Baltimore. He's not from a lacrosse hotbed. He's from the Woodlands, Texas, and he's earned the starting role and just recently had an amazing walk-off save to, to earn the University of Virginia a win. We filmed this a couple, uh, filmed, we recorded this a couple weeks ago before the season started, but it was some awesome stuff with Matt Noon. So ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy this conversation with Matt Noons. Hey everyone, it's Coach Damon here. And before we get started with this podcast, I want to let you know about an amazing opportunity. The Tillman Johnson two-day live lacrosse goalie coaching mini camp. Oh man, I'm so pumped for this event. Tillman is going to teach us his fundamentals, okay? Now, we're going to do this as a fundraiser for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. So many don't know this, but just three years after Tillman's legendary performance in 2003, when he won the national championship, 2006, his sister was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. So he's seen firsthand the physical and the emotional pain that people fighting this disease have to go through. And raising money and helping people with MS is a cause near and dear to his heart. So proceeds of this live mini camp that we're putting on are going to go directly to the National MS Society. So proceeds are going to go to a great cause. And Tillman is going to open up the hood, lift the hood on his fundamentals. Never been done before. A lot of people don't know this, but in addition to being a legend of the goalie position, Tillman is also an elite coach. So he has coached numerous division one goalies, goalies who have gone on to play at the highest levels, including Nick Morocco, who played at Georgetown and also just had an amazing season with the Cannons. Tillman's coached goalies that have gone on to play at Harvard, uh, Dartmouth, Boston University, Princeton, just, just to name a few. So he's in addition to being a great goalie, He's an elite coach. He's going to, like I said, lift up the hood and teach us his fundamentals. So what exactly 
are we going to learn? Tillman actually sent me a list. I'm just going to read it. All right, listen to this. The Tillman Johnson Pyramid of Success. The fundamental technique for each save, one-on-ones, how to make the game, those game-changing saves, clearing techniques, big eyes, Tillman's special technique for intense focus, pregame preparation, and how to get in the zone, Tillman's muscle memory drills, communication to lead the defense, and then technical things like pipe-to-pipe play, playing the ball behind, and rebound control. This is going to be amazing. So we're going to run this as a two-day live event, February 15th and Thursday, February 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern, both days, live event, live goalie coaching with Tillman Johnson. He's going to cover those topics I just mentioned. If you cannot attend live, don't worry. You're going to get access to the recording, lifetime access to the recording, so you can watch it anywhere, anytime that you want. You're also going to get access to Tillman's slides and um, any videos that he uses to demonstrate these techniques or drills. And we're also going to do a uh, Q&A at the end of each session. So you can ask Tillman those questions that have been on your mind. It's going to be an amazing event. Remember, proceeds go to the National MS Society. For the first time ever, Tillman Johnson doing a live training event. So valuable, such valuable stuff. It's unbelievable. Worth hundreds of dollars if you ask me. But obviously, if you know me, we want to get as many goalies in here as possible. So for just 49 bucks, we're going to get a ticket to this event. And remember, proceeds go to the National MS Society. To get your ticket, you're going to want to go to laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman, T-I-L-L-M-A-N, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. If you're watching this on YouTube, there'll be a link right down below. Get your ticket, just 49 bucks, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. I don't know about you, but I'm really pumped for this event. I hope to see you there February 15th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Take care. Uh, it's a pleasure to welcome to the show University of Virginia goalie, freshman Matt Noons. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to do this. Yeah. Well, thank you for making this happen. Um, I always like to hear the story of your very first save, the very first time you jumped into goal. And you're not that old, so I'm going to assume that you remember it. Uh, so the first time I ever played goalie was I was actually fortunate enough to make the fifth and sixth grade B team at the Woodlands um, <clears throat> in third grade, but I was playing deep hole. Um, Our goalie forgot his cup, and then I was the youngest kid and also the kid who was wearing a cup. So we got thrown in cage, and ever since then, kind of started playing goalie. <laughs> in that scenario, I've enacted the goalie cup rule, which is – which is if the goalie forgets his cup, he gets to steal anybody's cup. But you know, hey, you got you got thrown in there, and I guess the rest is history. How did you uh, end up playing lacrosse coming out of Texas? Huge, huge football state, right? Like, you know, how how did you uh, wind up in this sport? So I played. I started playing football at the age of five, and then was looking for another sport to do alongside football in the spring. Start with baseball baseball and baseball was going a little slow and then my dad is the head of parks and recreation in the woodland so he knows about all the sports that are going on and then he also him and my mother both went to springfield college so they knew, knew about lacrosse <clears throat> and then they saw it and they just threw me in on the first or threw me in in the spring and ever yeah. since then it's hit 
That's cool. So what was it about goalie that, uh, that you liked so much when you got thrown in, uh, at that early age? Um, probably right away. Wasn't the biggest fan just because you have a lacrosse <laughs> ball flying straight at you. But I mean, it's just the overall, like the guys coming to get you at the end of the game and just realizing how important each save is something that's drawn me to goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something I encourage coaches to instill. Like you've got to instill that culture in your youth teams of like, go get the goalie, like respect the goalie, like go nuts when the goalie makes a save. Cause it is tough. And if we don't get that love, like, guess what? Like all of a sudden you're going to have goalies quitting left and right. Cause it's a tough position. How did you, uh, how'd you then go about learn learning how to make saves? Um, it really all goes back to Doug Saran. <clears throat> he was kind of the first uh, like goalie coach I've ever had. And I still go to him. I went to him this past winter break and he's just, he is a big fundamental guy. And he, I actually met him at my sister's practice one day when he was filling in for the seventh, eighth grade team. And he saw me throwing around with a goalie stick. Um, he gave my mom his phone number. And ever since then, it's kind of been Doug Sarant was really the first guy who's taught me how to play goalie. Nice. So he broke down the fundamentals for you. Like, this is how you stand. This is the positioning. This is the save movement, all that good stuff. I mean, the whole nine yards, everything, like the, everything from the base, he built the bottom of the pyramid for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. What about other like college goalies or pro goalies? Has any, has any prominent goalie come out of Texas besides you? I mean, actually I think Texas has to be one. It's ha like goalies has to be one of the better positions to come out of the state of Texas. You have Luke Milliken who's played at UNC and is now at Jacksonville, I believe yeah. Dan Morris, who was the national championship goalie. Then you have coaches who are in the state That's like right. Chris Saran who oh. played at Syracuse. And you also have a lot of other goalies. I mean, another goalie out of my high school, Gunnar Lukowski, who was at St. Leo's, and now he's at Mount St. Mary's. So I think goalies, goalies out of Texas have actually done pretty well. I mean, Colby Kinnis at Penn State, who, who was a four-year starter also. Love it. Uh, I had Dan on the show. He's an awesome guy. Awesome guy. Uh, awesome, man. So, so um, you know, everyone's got kind of a little bit of a different style when it comes to playing goalie. Like, how would you describe, you know, your style? Um, I would try to say that it's more of an, like, I try to use my athleticism in cage, especially on those, in, like, when, when the ball comes inside, just rely on my athleticism and probably quicker mm -hmm. hands. Mm -hmm. Then I also like to get the ball up and out, push transition. I mean, that was one of the things that kind of brought me towards Virginia was Coach Tiffany's, like, his emphasis on getting the ball up and out. Yeah. And, and then in terms of, like, stance, like, what, like, wider base, you know, kind of narrow, high arc, low arc, what, what, are you, what are you going with these days? It's actually, I've been working on the arc, been playing around with it a little bit more just because college shooters can bring the ball, put the ball in the corner. So I've yeah. been messing around low and high arc so that'll be something i keep working on and then what was the second part on that or just the uh stance stance i'd probably say it's more like a linebacker stance because i grew up playing football grew up playing basketball so that's yeah. more of like i think a natural stance i'm more comfortable in it's just kind of feet are like shoulder width or just a little bit wider yeah so yeah love it what about are there other elements that like basketball specifically brought to your game? Cause I, I think that like, there's this, you know, in basketball, you do jump stops, like jump stops, kind of a huge movement, 
you know, and I, and I feel like when you're moving on the arc and kind of rebalancing your weight, it's kind of like you're taking elements of basketball and bringing it into your goalie game. Would you agree with that? Yes. I think basketball has a huge, I mean, basketball and lacrosse just have a lot of crossovers no matter what position. Yeah. And I, I mean, I played, I was always a taller kid growing up. So I would play like a lot of posts. I think that helps with the footwork, even when the ball's behind and just being fluent with your footwork, when the ball like it throws, gets thrown over your shoulder, just pivoting, turning, opening up your hips. Yeah. And also I think football, I mean, enough to play quarterback in eighth grade. And when you clear the ball, it's almost like you're the quarterback of the clear and you have to read what they're giving you because when you clear the ball, you're man up. It really shouldn't be overall challenging. There should always, there's always one person that's open. So right. I think like having that quarterback kind of scanning the field is something that's been a big crossover for me. Yeah, it is a football play. It's a football play. Like you're the quarterback, right? And you're kind of just reading the reading the play. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Um, cool. And uh, so at a certain point, I guess like in high school, you know, you start to get some looks or like, how, you know, how did your recruiting process uh, work, work? And, you know, why did you end up going to Virginia? I mean, a lot of it has to start with Iron Horse and West Coast Stars and also my high school coach, Keith Tennell. Just, mm -hmm. I mean, he was my first ever coach I had, and he also just kept improving my skills. And then West Coast Stars and Iron Horse just getting myself out into, like, in the front top tournaments, like the NLF tournaments, and also getting me in events like Maverick Showtime. Then also making the Under Armour team was a big aspect. Um, how I landed at Virginia was I went on – like five visits, two in the summer to the service academies and then three in the fall. Then I picked Virginia just because it was the best fit for myself. I thought it's a total package. I mean, UVA academics is, has to be one of the top institutions in the country. Then lacrosse, they won the national championship that year I was getting recruited. Yeah. And then also just like the culture that coach Tiffany's put in when I came on my fish or when I came to took my official visit, it was just, where I felt most at home. I got along with the guys the best. And then also just like the atmosphere around UVA. I mean, they have the football. I had more of like a Southern feel, I would mm -hmm. say more like, I'm not saying it's an SEC type of school, but it was just more, I felt more at home. They had the big time or bigger time football, big time basketball, like the other sports. Mm -hmm. And it's just something I was looking into. And also it was like a bigger campus feel. I didn't want to go to a school that was small, smaller than my high school. So my yeah. high school was 4,000 kids big so right. yeah. what would be your advice to uh young goalies who are going through the recruiting process right now i mean it's gonna sound very cliche but i would just say like keep working on like at yourself keep improving your like fundamentals and keep improving yourself in goalie terms and academically mm -hmm. because the right school is going to come get you at the right moment like you if you worry about your recruitment too much it's, i think it's going to take away from your game yeah. Great advice. Great advice. The, um, you know, the rankings of the new recruits come out and, you know, you, I think you're like top five or maybe top three, but the, the number one goalie. And I'm curious, like for you, does that drive you? Do you feel extra pressure? Like what, what does that do when that report comes out for you? I mean, it's for sure a great honor. There's tons of other great goalies in my class. I mean, Jack's a great one. Andy's great. Michael Scharfenberger. Jack Webb is unreal and it's really it's a great honor to be at the top of that list but it's also and then it's also provides pressure but I mean pressure is a privilege and the privilege is I have to keep working hard 
there's guys gunning for me, but I'm also gunning for the guys ahead of me trying to keep that top spot. Love it. It's a privilege. It is. Yeah. Um, I talk about that quite a bit on the show. It's like, you know, you can't have this opportunity without having that pressure. Like they go kind of hand in hand. So a lot of people want the opportunities and they want all this potential, but then they, then they complain about the pressure. It doesn't work that way. Like they're a package deal and you got to have both. And so embrace it. So I love that attitude. Uh, you mentioned like, work, I got to keep working hard. Got to keep working hard. What does that look like for you these days? Is that weight room? Is that shots? Is that drills? What, 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 how are you becoming a better goalie? I mean, it's just overall improving athleticism. Jump, I'm a big jump rope guy. Then just keep taking top tier shots. Like, yeah, I always, even freshman year, I'd always, or freshman year in high school, I'd always go, try to go shoot with the older guys and my, on my high school team. And even here, trying to shoot with the best players like Evans and um, Griffin Shots, Connor Schellenberger, like trying to text those guys, get those guys out on the field so they can just tear me up. But I know when I get scored on, it's like I'm getting better. I'm getting better because these guys are scoring. Like, you're not getting better if, if you're making every single save when you go shoot. Like, that's not the point of going to go take those extra reps. It's The point is, is try to face those top shooters. And it's like, all right, once I start saving their shots, who's the next guy I can go get to shoot on me and score on me? Yeah, love it. Yeah, always searching for the best top talent to shoot on you. I, I say that quite a bit. Like, a lot of goalies ask me, should I play up, right, or play with some older kids? And, yeah, as long as it's safe, right, like, as long as you're not – as long as you're not eight years old playing, you know, college guys, but, but, you know, if you can see top level shots, yeah, by all means go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, I love it. So, you know, you mentioned when you get to college or you start, you know, you start practicing with these guys, I think you guys just started your spring practices, but you did a whole fall ball, the shots, the speed of the game, probably a lot quicker, right? Like how did you go about adjusting to that? And if, did your goalie game change at all? Yeah, so, I mean, the shots, I mean, everything is moving so much faster. I was also super fortunate enough to have Coach Turner here who played goalie here at UVA and also great upperclassmen like Miles Thompson and David Roselle. They kind of mentor me and take me through, like, this drill This drill's tough on goalies. Like, we're man down. Like, the difference between high school and college is, like, if they have a 10-yard step down, like, that's a great shot. Like, that's a phenomenal shot. In high school, it's like, all right, like, I probably can save that 10-yard step down because I'm more talented than the other kid. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the goal game, um, I think we've experimented a lot in the fall with Coach Turner, and it's been really like trying to keep those hands up high, using my feet a little bit more, but just a lot of small tweaks have been really good for me. Yeah. How, how is Kip, Coach Kip Turner, as, as a coach? I, I've had him on the show. Awesome guy, awesome goalie. Like you said, UVA star. Um, he had one of the most unique stances I've ever seen. Have you seen like, have you seen his stance? Yes. Uh, I, so I, I think he would probably even say, don't, don't play like me. That, that was pretty unique, but I'm curious how he is as a coach. I mean, each, I mean, every goalie, as you know, has a different type of style and he doesn't try to change your style. He doesn't try to change. He doesn't try to make us all play the same. I mean, we have three goalies on the UV on our roster, David um miles and myself and all three of us play very differently but there's also some aspects that are kind of non-negotiables i would say where we all kind of do the same type of thing but coach turner he's i mean each one of us is very individually coached it's not like all three of us have to do the same exact thing he's very open-minded then he also likes our input i think too like this works this works for me and then david 
David would say it doesn't work for him Mm -hmm. and vice versa on the other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. You're, um, you know, you're still kind of relatively young in your career, but I'm curious if you, if there was ever a moment where you went through a slump, um, and, and what you did to get out of that. Um, I think the slump part is kind of, I would say it's tough for goalies to honestly go through a, to, to go through a slump. I think a lot of it's very mental. It's like yeah. a slump is like, it's always that next shot mentality. I would say the hardest part for me was probably my sophomore year in high school was because I got some national attention, but mm-hmm. I still wasn't starting goalie at my high school because we had an Air Force come in front of me and a great goalie. But like I would go game, I would play, when it playing a game and I'm like, I'm supposed to be, one of these top goalies in my class, but I'm not even playing in my high school. And I think that was, it was more of self pressure that I was putting on myself mm. more than anything. And I think that sometimes when we go through slumps, it's more like you're putting more pressure on yourself than anything else. Yeah. What did you do in that scenario to kind of relieve that pressure? I mean, it's just keep working. And then also I was fortunate enough to, or I also played a little bit of defensive midfield that sophomore year, which kept me involved in the game, which was awesome for me. Then also, then I kind of kept just keep working, keep working and yeah. know that there's a reason. And then also in these practices that year, it was like, since I wasn't playing, try to like, my mentality was just play, make the coach have the hardest decision he has to make. Yeah. Like if I play well, the other goal is playing well. That's the best thing for the team. Yeah. And make make the coach have to make a hard decision like, oh, Jason's playing great. Matt's playing great. Which one am I going to start? That's a great problem for a coach to have. And I think that's great for a goal unit to have because the competition in practice made us better along with making the team better. Yeah, love it. Yeah. And playing some I think playing midi or, you know, out in the field benefits your goalie game tremendously. Just, you know, the stick skills, understanding the defense, like knowing how to play. Then when you get back in goal, I mean, you, it helps you be a field general because you, you're another coach out there. You already know, like, the technique and, and you know the defensive packages and all that. Would you agree? Yes, sir. I mean, yeah. you know, like, as goalies, sometimes you're like, oh, like, why can't they just do this? Like, right. Like, I'm in the back of the goal. Like, I can see everything. Why can't we just take away top side on this lefty? Like, that should be super easy. Just drive your right hand. And then when you're out there, you're like, I mean, this guy's going to get top side no matter what. We just have to be ready to go here. Just because this guy is a freak of an athlete, might, might be one of the best athletes on the field. Like, no matter what, we got to be ready to slide top side down. Yeah. So, love it. Yeah. Um, how did the, you know, how did the goalie competition work for you guys in the fall? So, you graduate, you know, Alex Road graduates. It's kind of the position sort of up for grabs. What was kind of the communication and, you know, how did it kind of play out for you guys? I mean, it was just, it's, just, it's an open competition. I still think it is an open competition. I mean, Miles Thompson's been pushing me. David Roselle's been pushing me, but I've also been pushing them. Mm-hmm. I think the competition that we have in practice, just at all positions, makes us all better. And then also Coach Turner, just keeping that competition alive and just pushing all of us to keep getting better individually, and it's going to help the team. Yeah. It's this interesting dynamic with goalies where, like, those guys are probably your best friends. Right. But like you're at the same time, you're, you're there. You guys are competing for the starting role. Um, how, how does that dynamic play? As first of all, is that true for you guys? And how does that, you know, how does that dynamic play out for you guys? 
I would say probably David Rozelle has been the most influential guy that I've had here at UVA because mm-hmm. he's just been like bringing me through everything at, on grounds all the time. And I mean, it is, it is a goalie family. Like, yeah. like no one else is seeing the 12 yard step downs that we're seeing. No one else understands how bad, how, how your calf feels after you get skimmed by 90 mile per hour ball. Like no That's one else. The really worst. That. That's the worst. <laughs> The calf is for sure the worst, but no one else like really understands kind of the mental side and even honestly, the physical side of what it takes to play goalie. So yeah. I really would think, and coach Turner also is included in that. And it's a goalie family that like we start off each practice probably with, it's just kind of 25 minutes with coach Turner and all three of us. And it's really been like a tight knit family. But I also think that tight knit family, like, I mean, I had a sister, like, she played two varsity sports. Like she pushed me in athletics. And I think I pushed her in athletics. I think it just kind of that family style helps with the competition even more yeah. because at the end of the day, that the best goal is going to play, but then you also know you have that family support behind you. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's like you got, it's a competition, but it's like also at the same time, you're just all pushing each other to get better. And you know that like at the end of the day, like, the best goal is going to win out, but you also know that by pushing each other to get better, um, the team's going to get better. Right. So. I, I mean, I the that. team's going to get better. And then David also had a great, um, said something to me great at the beginning of the year. And he was, I forget exactly what word for word, but he's just like, I just want to win. Like winning the, winning the national championship was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And we all know that Alex road was the goalie on that team and he was a backup goalie, but he was just like winning's the best thing ever. And that's kind of something that's been kept in my head. I love it. I love it. Well, I never got to win a national championship. <laughs> I, I, I've uh, watched enough and interviewed enough goalies who have to experience the thrill. Uh, but you're right. It's, it's just, it's so much fun. Like in, in no other circumstance, do you have that opportunity to like be with 30, 40 of your, of your best buds and like working towards this, this goal. So embrace it, my man, embrace it. And you're lucky. Um, I was going to say, you talked a little bit about the mental game, um, you know, such a huge element of being, being a great goalie. Uh, when you give up a goal, what, what goes through your head? I mean, it probably depends on what type of goal. If it's a goal I shouldn't let in, I probably, I'm a little frustrated, but I read this book over winter break that coach Turner suggested. I'm forgetting the title right now, but like give yourself like five seconds to be upset with yourself, to be frustrated with yourself then you got to pull yourself back together, talk to your defense, what you can do. Then by that time, that whistle blows for that next face off. It's got to be washed. Like that goal's yeah. got to be out of your head and you got to be ready for that next one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's what mental toughness is all about. Like it, it's, it's cliche to say like, oh, that next shot mentality, next shot mentality. But, you know, if you're thinking about that previous shot or like it's, you know, your teammates can see that you were bothered by that, like, you know, you're not going to be as good going into the game. So you got to flush it. You got to flush it. But much easier said than done, right? <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Uh, I watched I watched you play against uh, Team Canada in the, in the fall classic there. Uh, well done, my man. You're you're balling out. Um, talk, hey. talk, to, talk to me about playing against, you know, a national team. I mean, playing against Team Canada and Team USA in the fall, I think was a great opportunity for all the men here at UVA. I mean, it gave us that top level talent that we always want to compete against. 
playing against Canada was great. I mean, it's a different kind of style of play, a little bit more, like, I don't want to say bowling ball, but they're running through you. It's less of like a finesse game that I would say for a Mm -hmm. speed game that Mm -hmm. you kind of see more nowadays. I mean, just super slick, super talented. All their shots were pretty deceptive. I mean, I've kind of been lucky to see some shots from Peyton Cormier, who is a Canadian on our team. So we were we were somewhat prepared for what they had to come. But then also playing against Team USA was another unreal experience. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to be able to start that game. But I just remember when they first came out, it was like Tom Schreiber, Rob Pinnell, Matt Rambo, Grant, or Grant Ament, and like Mac O'Keefe were all out there. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, these are the guys you watch on TV. These are the guys yeah. that flood my Instagram with highlights. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now you're making saves against them. I love it. Uh, what about like from a goalie standpoint, are there pros or, or, uh, you know, I guess older college guys that you kind of looked up to and learned some things from, uh, in, in, in your own goalie game? Um, we watched some blaze Rudin film this past fall with coach Turner. And I think one aspect I want to try to take from his game is just how relaxed he is. Like we watched some of it and it was, I think it was Zed Williams. He was inside the two point arc and I mean, any other goal is like Zed Williams might be the best player in the, in the world and it right. would be gripping a little harder. Blaze is just kind of standing straight up, just like ready to go, nice and relaxed. And that was a big aspect I like to take from his game. Also, like watching me and Coach Galloway or John Galloway play, yeah. and his outlet passing and just the way he kind of has this like presence, I think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blaze style is so unique, right? I mean, in the days of like now, like you see all these goalies, like in their squat ready, ready. And, and, you know, and he's just, you know, he's just so nonchalant. And then, and then, you know, the shot comes and bam, he's on it every single time. Um, it's pretty awesome. He's one of the best in the world, but it's just so unique, such a unique style. Um, and then, uh, and then who else you met? Oh, Galloway. Yeah. Galloway is amazing. Are you, uh, would you call yourself like a fiery goalie? Kind of like Galloway. Like when you make a save, are you like, are you doing gestures, like kind of pumping up the boys or are you more like, like even keel? I would try to stay, I mean, I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. So I want to try to have that kind of Brady mentality where you never too high, never too low. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, I mean, when you're, when you're high you're, or when you're hot, you're riding the hots, but when you're low, like, you want to get too low. So always just trying to stay more of that, like even keel. I mean, sometimes like, sometimes like say you make a doorstep stop, you clear that ball. Like, of course I'm going to be like, I feel like any boy should be a little fiery, should yeah. be a little fired up after that. But I mean, I would try to stay on a little bit more, try to stay a little bit more even keel, but I mean, sometimes some emotions get the best. Yeah. You got it. You got to, I think, I mean, you know, if you make a big save, you know, and you don't like fire, like take that opportunity to make like a gesture in, in very good faith. Like you're not like sticking it to the other team or rubbing it in the other team's face. Like you are genuinely excited letting your team know about it. I think that's a great opportunity to fire up the team. And I always recommend goalies take that. No, I think the team really like say you make that big save and then say you don't do that big fiery gestion too often and they see it come out. I think that could be a very big game changer. Yeah. 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 Love it, man. Love it. Uh, so you guys just started spring practice about a week ago. Um, squad's looking good. Yes, sir. I think we're just a talented team. Like I said before, offense is unreal with Matt Moore and Connor Schoenberg, Patrick or Peyton Cormier. 
And then with the transfer, Evans in, another first year, Griffin Schutz, offense is looking really good. And even Jeff Connor. I mean, I could go on and on about our offense. And then I think our defense is going to be really solid this year. We have Kate Sawstead, who's returning. Then another guy that I don't think talked about enough is Cole Kastner and Ben Ware, two second years on the team that I think could be very impactful. Well, cool, man. I can't, I can't, I can't wait to watch, uh, uh, watch some college lacrosse uh, starting here pretty soon. It's going to be awesome. I've never been more excited for a season than this upcoming season. Uh, we'll be watching. We'll be watching. It's going to, it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, and Virginia going for the three-peat, going for the three-peat. So uh, good luck to you guys and the boys, and uh, it's going to it's gonna be an amazing season. Yeah, so it should be super fun. Yeah. Uh, what about, is there like a specific element of your goalie game that you're working on right now, or is it just, like you said, gen, you know, trying to get shots, just trying to get more reps, trying to get more athleticism? Um, I would just probably just keep taking more shots. Um yeah, I would say more shots and then yeah. on my turns, probably just trying to be a little quick on the turns and then just getting the verbiage down of our de- our defense, just mm. like better the communication part. And since I'm playing with a whole new defense this year, I mean, in high school, I was super fortunate enough to basically my defense were my best friends at home. The three guys who started last year at the Woodlands were all seniors. So I was super close with all of them. So we had our own kind of our own thing going like we knew everything like we knew what each word meant to each other so now it's more just learning coach tiffany's verbiage and just keep incorporating that into my game yeah awesome how do you uh you know as a freshman you're 16 17 i don't know how old are you 19 19 how are you so old how are you so old as a freshman did did you did you have another high school year no i I turned uh 19 in october so that's just a kind of a normal birthday i would say for our grade fair enough all right you're a 19 year old kid uh (laughs) yeah you're right you're right i guess i got my ages mixed up um anyway the question is you know you come in as a young kid and goalies got to be leaders of the team or at least like the best goalies are leaders of the team and yet you know it's hard as a freshman so i'm always interested in hearing how goalies go about being leaders of the team when when you're new I mean, Coach Turner and myself has talked about this, about just kind of having that presence. And also, I think a big thing about being like that leader as a goalie is taking ownership of when you let a goal in on the shots that are completely my fault. If if it's a 17-yard step down and I let that in, I just need, like, I think the upperclassmen on our team have really respected, like, I need to make that save. Or yeah. in film, we'll be watching it. And I'm just like, that's a shot I need to have. And yeah. I think that's been a super big thing. Then also just listening. I think listening to Grayson Saladay, who's the captain for our team, who's a defensive midfielder. Then also um, Kate Sawstead and just listening to those two captains and just kind of having that presence and goal has been, has been a big factor. Yeah. Yeah, the ownership piece that you mentioned very is very critical and I even go so far as to like if there's some shots or some plays where eh, maybe it wasn't my fault like maybe it'd be a tough save like I would make that save I don't know 40 percent of the time you know still take the ownership right like I need to have that one Uh, but like you said definitely if there's you know a 17 yard or outside shot or the guy's fading away and and his hands are tied up and you let that one in like for sure we're taking we're taking uh, ownership of that, but I think ownership is a huge element. 
Uh, love it, man. Love it. Any, uh, you mentioned you're a big jump rope guy, any other like drills or, or exercises like that, that you think have really contributed to the success of your game? Um, I would say jump rope and kind of a big juggler, just, I mean, something that you can do super quick, super easy, get those hands going. Yeah. Also ball ball guy. I mean, my high school coach, Keith Tennell always was a huge, we I mean for probably the first half of this season in high school would just be most of the practice we spent on stick skills. Yeah. So probably a big, big wall ball guy too. All right. I love it. What about uh pregame rituals? You got any, you got any pregame rituals we need to know about? Um, probably just try to do the jump rope juggle. Just try to get the mind right before. I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing too crazy. I don't have to sleep on the right side of the bed or the left side. <laughs> of the bed. Yeah. I don't have to do anything like heard some other people on their superstitions and, Try yeah. to say, keep everything just pretty normal. Like try, try to keep it a normal day. I love it. I love it, man. Awesome. Uh, well, good luck in the upcoming season. Oh, what, uh, what are you going with for the stick setup? What, what are you, what's your gear these days? Um, I would love to tell you what shaft I use, but I know it's a warrior shaft. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm probably going to be using the warrior nemesis. Nice. With whatever, not a big gear guy. Hate to. Okay. It's to kind of ruin that part, but I mean, I couldn't tell you what shaft I use or what All mesh good. I use, That's All what good. they kind of give us and rock with it. All good. Um, yeah, you got two, yeah, we have people in, in your camp where like not a big gear guy kind of, and then you have people that love to geek out, geek out about the gear. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. I mean, some people play goalie cause they love the gear. <laughs> so, um, and do you string your sticks or you got somebody on the team that I do not, I have, um, our coach Jeremy Platt, who's the head of Iron Horse Houston, he's also a Springfield grad that my parents knew. Um, he lives about 50 minutes from me at home. So I had him string up about six hats when I was home. So nice, nice man. String up a small little army to take back, take back to Virginia. Yep. Awesome. Well, cool. Like I said, good luck in this upcoming season. Um, if people want to follow you, get a hold of you, do the do the Instagram, social media. Yes, I actually have a new Instagram because my original Instagram got hacked. Um, it's Matthew K. Noons on Instagram and then Matthew Noons 11 on Twitter. Awesome. Well, I'll link up to that when the show comes out. Uh, Matt, if you had to leave the goalies out there with a, with a final piece of advice, what, what would that be? Um, just keep working. I mean, no goal is perfect. I mean, even Blaze, he loves getting goals. Um, but, I mean, Blaze is almost as perfect as we can get. But just keep working, keep taking shots from the older guys. Love it, man. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with the University of Virginia freshman Matt Noons. Awesome to watch him play so far during the season. He's got a bright, bright future ahead of him. One of the best goalies, and he's only in the NCAA, and he's only a freshman. So his development is just only going to go up from here. Awesome to see that a kid from a non-hotbed can be such a top recruit. So congratulations to Matt. We'll be watching uh, the rest of the season. And congratulations on your success so far and the career ahead of you, young man. That will do it this week. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, still an opportunity to buy the Tillman Johnson Mini Camp. If you go to laxgoalyrat.com slash Tillman, you can get training and coaching and videos of the fundamentals, really a lacrosse goalie 101 presentation. It's awesome stuff. Uh, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. 
That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, get out there, get some work in, do well, and be well. I'm Coach Damon. Take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.